When you sin, stop punishing yourself with condemnation for days before you accept forgiveness. That's denying the atonement. God will let Satan sift you until you learn to stand in your faith, not your perfection. Dare to believe in God more than in yourself. Thanks for joining us on Life Journeys, a podcast about thriving through the worst pain that life brings. With global initiatives threatening big changes to our way of life, we're going to need to activate Jesus' words about mountain-moving faith. Words That Work is the ongoing series on life journeys that is rooted in releasing revelational words of faith that will work every time and with everyone. It's about moving the mountains that keep us from the presence and goodness of God. It's about defining our life purpose and identity through encountering Him. Until we have the power to move the obstacles that are destroying our liberty and hope, I see a single candle fastened to a small dish. It's giving off its little light deep in the darkness of my inner man. It has burned there as a flicker for many, many years. Once in a while it has shone through a small opening in the armor of my fleshly strength. But now I feel there is an army of workers that are tearing my carnal man's strength off of my soul, board by board. The outward world is beginning to be exposed. As it happens, the hope of these men is that they will snuff out the candlelight within. But they don't know that there is a flow of anointing oil that supplies the wick. As heaven sees the brutality of the attack, it starts pouring oil into the candle to strengthen the power of its light. The throne of God is allowing the attack, not to put out the light but to let the enemy be exposed. He's allowing them to dig their own grave by giving them permission to let the light be exposed in all its glory. They have awakened a sleeping giant. God is letting the enemy attack so they can be led to their defeat. It's true. If you feel strong, it's much more true if you feel weak. It's the vision of your Egypt at the Red Sea. But what does this look like? Carnality cries out and demands to be heard and appeased. That's not fair. How can you do that? I want more. Everybody hates me. I'm no good. I hate you. I hate men. I hate women, this world, the government, my job, my neighbors, other races, and myself. I deserve better. Why are you so mean? What's wrong with you? Where am I going to get food? Why am I sick? I need more money. Why doesn't anyone understand? I should have gotten a better deal, a better break. Better kids. Better spouse. Better parents in a better house. I'm afraid to die. I'm afraid of you. I can't stand myself, and I'm sick of this. Why is this taking so long? Why is everyone so stupid? Why did they have to lose? They're all morons. Why are those people attacking? I hurt so bad. I'm miserable. This is hopeless. Well, I could fill a book, obviously. But look at Paul's list. I have worked much harder. Been in prison more frequently. 
been flogged more severely, been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews forty stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. been constantly on the move and have been in dangers from rivers, from bandits, from my fellow Jews, from Gentiles. In danger in the city, in the country, and at sea, and in danger from false believers. I have labored and toiled more often than gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst, and have often gone without food. Who is led into sin, and I do not burn inwardly? And he had a reason to feel sorry for himself and cry out why, in his elevated sense of personal justice, Paul could have had a reason. Now, there's a candle burning deep inside of you if you're born again. It's the spirit of the living Christ. But to live him, to live Christ, the layers of flesh need to be peeled away. Crucified. By the Spirit, put to death the deeds of the flesh, Paul says. So as this world hammers at our carnal man, the intention is that Christ Jesus and the power of the Holy Ghost comes closer to the surface. When the world assaults a man and his human capacities are severely cut back, it can expose the power of the risen Christ. The still small voice that commanded storms to stand down is there to lift you into the power of God's glory. Sometimes we have to be silenced and restrained so that God can be heard and seen, so I can look at the things that are not seen. Those are the eternal things. Paul's Red Sea experiences would teach him to say, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God, not of us. He could say, I've learned to trust in God, not myself. Why don't I become utterly weakened in heart? I have been given the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. I have the power of liberty the liberty to behold the glory of God, that when I encounter Him, I am changed more and more into who He is. This world's defeats won't destroy my identity. Here's a secret the devil doesn't want you to know. Even tribulation works the will of God's kingdom into our lives if we will work with him. So, let's be real here. I want to talk about how God deals with it when the enemy comes in to beat you up because you let him. You fell. Hard. Faith seems harder when we've just blown it. Again. There's a sifting that comes with that which can greatly affect our faith. Why? Listen, because too much of our faith has been in our own ability to live for God, and it needs to be exposed. Now, God already knows it, but to let it happen 
can really shake the heart that desperately needs God to show up. What he's about to do is use a smoldering sin in us, and he'll let it test us beyond our own limits. And this is precisely, you see, what Jesus was doing when Peter said he'd follow Jesus to his death. But then he denied him and fled into the night. We'll look at that in a minute, but I want you to understand something first. The heart of obeying God and of dealing with enemies that are allowed to bring us low is simply loving God. We need to know Paul's word in Romans. Where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. We're going to deeply need to know this when the heat gets really turned up in our lives. He knows our emotional, mental makeup, our easily distracted devotion to gaze upon Him, and He knows how you will always come to your senses and return to Him. Right? He knows that about you, doesn't He? His grace abounds far more than the depths of sin assaults. For this, I love him. For the reality of the king of kin, kings bending low and serving me and washing my feet until my soul is clean, for that I will find the way to freedom again and again and again. As determined as I am to find his presence, he is 10,000 times 10,000 more determined to help me get up again. It is that love that will compel me to stand with my face into the darkness and not lose hope. When God lets the enemy come in, you're going to need to know this. Furthermore, I will not let the devil convince me that I don't love God simply because I'm not yet perfect in overcoming the world. Dare to believe that the love of God goes deeper, goes deeper than that and goes deeper than sin. Dare to take the time to let the roots of his love go deeper than anything else. God's love will always win the day, no matter how sinful you have been. But. Be patient with yourself. You'll never arrive as long as you live. God doesn't expect that you'll never need a Savior, but He does expect that you will diligently try and grow and follow. God's patient. Don't panic when you think you should be further down the road. Stop setting your own goals and making your own vows about how holy you think you should be. Let God set those goals. When you do sin, don't think that you need to punish yourself with condemnation for a couple of days before you accept God's forgiveness. That is denying the atonement, and it is unbelief. Faith is enough. It is enough when you're in a good place, and it's enough when you're in a bad place. Now, remember Peter's great failing. Here was a Red Sea encounter for him. Jesus knew he would deny him, told him so, and then he said, I have prayed that your faith doesn't fail, Peter. He would remember for the rest of his life, and I will too. Imagine such a great failing in denying the Lord three times and publicly cursing and saying, I never knew him. 
The Greek makes it clear what Jesus said. Peter, Satan has obtained permission to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for your faith, your faith, that when you are converted again, you will go and strengthen your brothers. Now watch this carefully. When we do fail, God can give the devil permission to sift you like wheat. Condemnation is highly distasteful, but real, demonic, and yet allowed by heaven. By this, you will learn to overcome in the midst of your failures. You will learn that your sorrow, the emotional beating you're taking, is not just you, and it also is not God. God allowed Satan to sift Peter with condemnation, and he wants you to learn to stand in your faith, not your perfection. There will be times when God will let the devil sift you like wheat. He won't pull him back. He'll allow that so that you'll learn to stand up in your faith in Christ and rebuke the devil with your faith. Jesus died for your sin. And it's time to dare to believe him no matter what and to love him and follow him with your faith. You can unlock the presence of God in your life. There are revelation principles that remove the mountains, keeping us from joy, hope, peace, and purpose when our world gets turned upside down. Look for these words that work with Pastor Hardica as he shares what has helped him when life got hard. And don't forget to check out his book, The Fortress and the Firebrand, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thanks for listening to Life Journeys. Find new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you're new to this series, it begins with the September 16th episode. When you sin, stop punishing yourself with condemnation for days before you accept forgiveness. That's denying the atonement. God will let Satan sift you until you learn to stand in your faith, not your perfection. Dare to believe in God more than in yourself. <laughs>